Realtor.com is making a stand for buyer representation, and you can too. Join Realtor.com in sharing the list of 111 things buyer's agents do. Visit Realtor.com slash buyer agent toolkit to help spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. This is Tracy Velt, Editor-in-Chief of Content for Realtrends. Today, we're speaking with Jessica Averbush, CEO and owner of Zeitlin Sotheby's International Realty in Tennessee. Welcome, Jessica. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, so much changes day to day, but let's talk about some of the business steps that you've taken to immediately lessen the impact of um, the coronavirus on your company. Sure. Uh, well, we, Tracy, um, we very quickly responded uh, as soon as, as the situation started escalating. Before there were any kind of uh, official orders, first there was the safer at home, then the stay at home. Before any of those things happened, the very first thing that we did as a company is get our staff working remotely. Um, so we were, I would say, overly cautious. Uh, we really depend on them. They are the engine of our company. And we really wanted to protect them personally in terms of their safety and to get our, our team working remotely. So that meant going out, uh, gosh, this feels like it was over a month ago, uh, that weekend immediately and buying uh, a dozen laptops. Um, and then quickly getting everyone set up with dual or in some cases triple monitors, um, which is really key to being able to work um, well, um, you know, digitally and, and not mm-hmm. relying on paper in any way. Um, and then setting up our accounting office uh, from home was another very key move. So the ability to be able to deposit checks um, and cut checks at home, getting everything that wasn't already electronic when it comes to billing um, you know, digital, uh, those were really our initial um, kind of priorities. And we did that very, very quickly so that all of our systems were um, able to just keep moving because the market, we're in the middle of a spring market. And so um, there was a lot going on. Uh, and so we, we very quickly were able to really set everybody up remotely so that the engine could keep on cranking. And then another thing I should mention that we did that I think has been really helpful is we immediately uh, put in place a daily Zoom staff meeting. It wasn't something that we've done in the past, but because, you know, our staff who is used to working in an office environment was all of a sudden put into this at-home environment, we felt like that connectivity was really important and just having really um, clear communication channels, starting with everybody's work day, um, giving them a forum to, to be able to talk. Tell me a little bit about your brokerage. How many offices and agents do you have? So we have um, three offices uh, and about 160 agents and I believe 20 staff members, full-time okay. staff members. So you said that you're communicating uh, through Zoom, and how are you communicating specifically with your agents? Are you doing videos or virtual meetings um, or phone calls? How are you communicating one-on-one to them? Well, um, you know, just like we started that daily staff meeting, uh, which was, uh, you know, a new thing for us, the very first thing we did that week that our staff went remote, which I think was well over a month ago, is we, we started a biweekly company-wide meeting, uh, and that was a Zoom meeting, 
where uh, all of our agents and all of our staff were having the opportunity to come together on Tuesday and Thursday morning for a quick 15-minute company-wide update. And it has been unbelievable. It has really been the highlight of this whole experience. Our, our participation on those calls has been uh, somewhere between 85 to 100 people on every single uh, Zoom meeting. And there has been so much to share. And so um, it's company updates, industry updates, uh, just really keeping them abreast of this rapidly changing situation. And we did that in addition to the regularly scheduled weekly sales meetings and any other, you know, training or education opportunities that we had on the calendar. So we didn't cancel anything, um, but we've added to it. And we've just, we're doing everything in a Zoom format, which has been really awesome because on any given day, I feel like I connect with at least 100 people. And, and that's, you know, that connectivity, I think, is what's keeping us feeling, you know, connected and, and positive and, um, and in the know. And so it's been truly incredible. Yeah, that's so important. Um, you know, I think Steve had a quote that said, you know, if you think you know your agents, think again and get to know them even better. <laughs> so, yes. so, yeah. Yes. And, and actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. So, you know, I really was talking about our meetings. Um, you know, we're trying to, we don't want our agents to get stuck. And so we want to continue to focus on the fundamentals of Ninja, all the different skills training that we do. We didn't want this to be um, something where we put anything on hold, but we also knew that we needed to offer even more um, kind of opportunities for information sharing. Uh, but that's just one part of it. So the other piece that has just been an absolute highlight for me has just been the one-on-one -on -one conversations. So I try on any day to reach out to somewhere between five to 10 agents, and I'm just calling and checking on them, how their family's doing, how they're doing. I mean, this is not working from home. Is Most agents get into this business because they love people. <laughs> and so to put them in a situation where they have to be socially distant, I think is, it is not a realtor's natural habitat. You know, it just, it doesn't feel right. So um, just really offering a lot of emotional support for our agents has been, and, and it's been the most rewarding conversations because I'm finding myself on the phone with people and what would normally be a five minute conversation is turning into a 30 or 40 minute conversation. And it's more personal and, and it, it's just been very special to be able to really connect and support each other, uh, you know, through a really, a really scary time. So um, obviously this is different than the 2007, eight downturn, but what did you learn during that that's helping you lead through this current time? Oh, my goodness, so much. Um, so where we were in 2008 uh, is we, we have a family business. It was, it was started by Shirley Zeitlin 41 years ago. And uh, my husband and I are her niece and nephew. Um, well, I'm her, her niece by marriage. <laughs> and so um, we started buying the company from her in 2007. And so that was really um, an unbelievable way to, to get into the brokerage business um, when it was just in a free fall. And it was, I've always said that was a really valuable experience. We knew that that was something very important for us to understand just the cyclical nature of our business. But that, that recession was truly unprecedented and just like this situation is. 
So, you know, the first thing that we learned was you immediately freeze your spending. I mean, we just said we're pushing pause on absolutely everything that isn't essential. And we're really doing what we did the last time, which is trying to do things that impact our agents the least um, that, so that they still have all the support and resources that they need, but really looking right now at things related to our office environments. So decommissioning computers, um, you know, just very quickly renegotiating contracts on anything related to our office space um, and the equipment and support that's there. Um, so that's quickly what we got into. I heard an expression um, early into this, uh, maybe a month ago, which is, if you're not overreacting, you're underreacting. And so we're really just trying to um, act quickly <laughs> um, yeah. and do everything we possibly can, just literally going through our P&L and looking for everything that's kind of on the table right now uh, and trying to just... Um, you know, kind of shore things up as much as we can. But I mean, this is a health crisis um, and none of us have a crystal ball to understand the impact, the financial impact that it will have. But all of the fundamentals of, um, for our business were so strong and in our, in, in our city that we really feel that having that support to get us through this, we feel very optimistic about what, um, business will will be like on the other side, uh, just knowing all of the things that we have going for us in the middle Tennessee region and, and our just optimism about, you know, just the, the, uh, the, the ability our, our region has to be able to bounce back from this. So I tell me a little bit about where money. your market is as far as reopening and how business is right now. So uh, our area, Greater Nashville, um, is in what the mayor is referring to as phase two of reopening. Uh, the plan was to move to a phase three this coming week, and they have put that on hold right now because locally our number of cases are increasing. Um, and so um, that, that that's where we are. I mean, a lot of businesses have opened up and certainly – you know, all you have to do is get in the car and drive around and see that people are resuming a lot of their activity. Um, but from a reopening standpoint, we are in a holding pattern right now based on the increased number of cases. Okay. So what about your office offices specifically and real estate? How is it, um, how is it going? Did, have you experienced a, like the V-shaped curve that they said was going to happen or – are things slow? Well, things are not anything but slow, which has been such a silver lining and, and so reassuring. So um, certainly there's been an impact in our market. We had two major weather events um, in tandem uh, with the pandemic. And so, of course, there's an impact on sales, but it has certainly not been um, as extreme as, um, you know, as, as what we feared. So our market's down 22%. Um, in terms of just looking at last month, year over year. Um, but our agents are extremely busy. Uh, our pending sales um, are up from last year. Our median prices are up. Um, and our inventory is down. And so with all that activity, um, what that means is that we've got a really competitive um, market right now. 
So it, a lot of multiple offers, a lot of backup offers, a lot of sight unseen offers. Um, so it's a very, very active uh, marketplace right now. And um, I think that we are all, you know, to be honest, just sighing um, with relief that the market really seems to be leading the way in terms of the economy, the housing market. And um, and home is more important than ever, and and we're seeing you know a lot of a, a lot of that in terms of our buyers and sellers being focused on making the moves they need to make this season, um, and that coupled with very low interest rates obviously is um, that's a that's very helpful. Yeah, definitely. So, um, what are some of the steps that your brokerage is taking to protect consumers and agents? Um, do you, did you come up with any new protocols for showing properties or open houses, or um, and what are those if you did? Absolutely. So we um, we are being very cautious and really focusing on um, protecting you know our staff. So our offices are in a very limited reopening. Our agents can use the office. Um, as they need to, but we're not hosting meetings, we're not hosting closings, um, and we're really just trying to have um, the office open with a minimal number of people in there. I'm already hearing stories of, um, you know, cases in workplaces that have reopened, and so we're being extremely cautious, and um, I love the expression that we've adopted, which is we are data-driven, not date-driven, um, and so we are just continuing to monitor the data. And when it comes to our agents, um, we've just really um, put a lot of time and energy into education, um, keeping them informed, and helping them understand how they can continue to practice in a safe way. So um, everything looks different today. Um, if you walk into our offices, it looks different from the plexiglass shields that we all are getting used to seeing, uh, to lines on the ground, you know, so that people will establish a safe distance to, from one another. Um, and in terms of showings, um, as a Sotheby's International Realty affiliate, we love the uh, specially branded uh, PPE package that they've put together. And it's become a new norm that when you list a home, you have, you know, a basket of PPE there. And you always leave the lights on, um, you know, and just try to minimize the amount of, um, you know, exposure that could happen um, when you have people touring another person's home. So everything's different, um, but at the same time, we've all adjusted and, and everybody's, it's amazing how flexible we can be um, and still, you know, very, very productive. Okay, great. So I know you took a lot of actions early on when the stay-at-home mandates were um, just being established, uh, and you mentioned one-on-one -on -one calls with your agent. So tell me a little bit about how that has gone and the benefits that you've um, you've seen from that. Yeah, that that has certainly been one of the highlights of this time. You know, the idea uh, of a quarantine and everybody having to retreat um, to their own homes, especially for our industry that is so relationship oriented and people in real estate are people, people. Um, and so that was very scary in the beginning. And, and it's just amazing that what's happened is we're more connected than ever. We have more programming, social and educational. Uh, we're having more conversations. 
those conversations are a little bit longer. Uh, we're talking about things that we, you know, maybe didn't have the time for, the space to talk about in the past. And so the level of just connectedness within our company has been nothing short of inspiring. And, and early on, I, I was carving out, you know, several hours each day for conversations. And it's just kind of taken on a life of its own because instead of me being the one who's always making those calls now, what I find is is that our agents are just calling me and saying, I don't have a problem. My hair is not on fire. I'm not calling to ask you a question about a deal. I just want to check in with you and see how you're doing. And so um, that's been amazing because we're, we're connected and we're talking. And uh, one of the things that I started doing early on in our company-wide um, meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays is I start those meetings with a success story because, you know, everybody was having different experiences out there. And while some agents were having successes, other agents were having a lot of disappointments and a lot of challenges. And so I wanted them to, you know, feel inspired and also hear, you know, what's going well and, and why. And the awesome thing now is every Tuesday, Thursday, after I share those stories at the start of our meetings, I start getting texts and phone calls and emails from our agents saying, here's my success story. And so it's just taken on a new life of its own, and it's, it's really special that we've found a way to get to know each other even better and to support one another through all of this. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Um, now, you had mentioned that um, – it was a challenge to close the offices and go to re- remote work, but you said it was easier than the challenge you're, challenges you're facing now. So what challenges are you facing right now? Yeah, I think um, at the time, while there was a sense of panic and so much fear, um, you know, we had such a sense of purpose when we went to remote working. We knew what we, you know, quickly figured out what we needed to do and we did it. And it was swift, and I think everyone was on the same page. Um, I think now, as we all know, all over the country, um, that there's just a very wide range of um, of thoughts about um, our current situation. Um, and so emotionally, psychologically, um, I mean, people are just not on the same page. And so it's it's very challenging right now as we toe the line of, you know, how do we support our agents and um, and make the right decisions um, when it's just so hard to know what the right decisions are. Um, and so, you know, I don't have all the answers, to be perfectly frank, other than that we will continue to be data-driven uh, we are making a lot of investments into our company so that we can be nimble and also provide the utmost value to our agents. And what gives me kind of peace of mind and helps me sleep at night is knowing that we're doing all of these things to help our agents and our clients um, and knowing that there really isn't a right answer when it comes to um, what that looks like right now. So all you can do is focus on doing the right things that you, the things that you know are, are the right thing to do. But there's no question this is much trickier right now. And even within our local market, from county to county, the mayors are handling it differently. And all you have to do is get in the car and drive around and you see a noticeable difference in kind of people's day-to-day lives. 
you might drive through one neighborhood and most people that you see walking around have masks on and you might go to another part of town and it seems nobody has a mask on. Um, so we are certainly going to err on the side of caution when it comes to our offices um, and really, you know, keep things positive and productive while we deal with the reality of this very confusing, you know, uncertain time. Great. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of great things. I'm glad to hear your market is bouncing back and that, um, you know, things are things are going as well as they can right now. So thank you, thank you so much. And I and I have to say that one of the things that we're certainly experiencing that we haven't touched on in this conversation is that my that mass migration they're talking about out of certain markets is very very real. And whether we're monitoring, you know, our uh, website traffic or looking at where our business is coming from, there is so much business coming from out of state. So even though we are still facing challenges related to travel and and what's safe, um, it is not stopping people from making these moves, whether it's to get closer to family, to get to a less congested environment, whatever their motivation is, it's not stopping people. And I think that's, you know, the, certainly the silver lining of all of this is that everyone is living their life um, and really focusing on what's most important to them. And thank goodness what we do for a living, which is sell homes, is more important than ever. And, and we feel fortunate, you know, that we can help people with that. Well, great. I I love ending on that note. So thank you. I appreciate that. Jessica, thank you so much for joining Real Trends on our special edition of Real Trending, our podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to, to do so. Well, I really I really appreciate the opportunity and I just want to encourage everyone that we're we're truly in this together. Um, and so the more we can share and the more we care, that's, those are the things that are going to get us through this. So I appreciate everyone in the broader community that I know through Real Trends um, that, have, that have helped us personally, you know, just kind of be up for the challenge of this, of this, of this huge task that we have in front of us.